Welcome to the Law Boutique 30 podcast. LB30 for short. LB30 explores the legal challenges that face business owners, individuals, and families, with a twist. LB30 addresses these topics in a conversation with a seasoned legal and business professional. Your host, David Porter, has over 30 years of experience, connecting with clients to learn their objectives, and then devising strategies to solve problems, in a way to make businesses more sustainable, while solving the legal issues at hand. LB30 allows you to see inside the practical, concierge service you can create with a trusted legal advisor. LB30 is about conversation and practicality. The Law Boutique 30 is open to provide information and education. Please welcome your host, David Porter. Hey guys, welcome to Law Boutique 30, episode seven. And so today we're going to go back to our last two episodes, episodes five and six, where we had a great interview with Ben Williams. Uh, Just to remind you, Ben Williams is a residential real estate professional from Australia. And we had a really extended conversation with him about business risk and how he as a business owner from Australia, how he thinks about and is currently working through with his business partners, the challenges that face his company in uh, dealing with he and his two partners and how do they identify and solve the risk issue that is inherent in how businesses work. And if you haven't seen both of those episodes, if you haven't listened to both of both of those episodes, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to our interview because that's gonna give you great context for what we're going to talk about in this episode. Now, Law Boutique 30 is not here to provide legal advice. Uh, We are here to provide information and education, allow you the opportunity to understand some of the issues that might uh, might be in your world and to encourage you Uh, to reach out to either us here at Porter Law or a lawyer of your choosing to help you navigate through these challenges in your business. So today, what I'm going to do is take the interview that we had that we have aired over the last two weeks and really condense it down into the problem and possibility framework that we've been using here at Law Boutique 30 so that you can understand and take the really tremendous information that Ben provided and the great perspective as a business owner of a rapidly growing real estate company in Australia, how he thinks about uh, those challenges. And we're gonna frame that for you as a business owner, a business leader, to think through the very same kinds of issues and what you need to do to get from your challenge of today to your possibility of tomorrow in a way that allows you to frame better mindsets, better skill sets. We'll talk a little bit about what it is you need to do. We'll talk about the tactics uh, of what it is you need to do stepping away from this conversation and applying it to your own business. So let's get started. So when we talk about the challenge of today in the, in the idea of business risk management, the real struggle that is real is central to what business owners and business leaders deal with is this idea of how do they look beyond the day-to-day responsibilities of their day-to-day operation 
and really think about the more global, more macro issues that are uh, surrounding things like succession planning and risk and disability or death or divorce within the ownership ranks of the business. And that becomes something that as a business owner, you really have to think about how am I going to make the time and create the focus that's going to let me deal with these non-operational issues. And so that's really the challenge that I've seen in my career working with clients. That's the first big challenge that they have to deal with is how do I extract myself from the day-to-day responsibilities of the day-to-day operation of my business to really think about, plan and execute the things that are necessary to reduce, mitigate or eliminate the risk that faces me, faces my family and faces my business. Now that challenge falls into many different forms but I've highlighted four that I want you to consider. And the first one is, the first challenge is that you are immortal. Sounds a little silly. But the reality is most people, when they think about things like risk, when they think about things like how do I make sure to take care of my family and my legacy, struggle with that and resist doing that kind of planning because there is this part of them that has this uh, immortal sort of view of their world. Not only are they immortal, but their business is immortal. Their business will last forever. It doesn't matter whether they are there or not. The business will continue to last, will continue to be successful, will continue to be profitable, and will continue to grow. And what I would share with you is that's just simply not reality. First of all, it's not reality that any of us are going to get out of this life alive. So the idea that we are immortal is really uh, pretty far-fetched. But the idea that a business is immortal that it is going to last forever, no matter what, is also not connected with reality. And so the first challenge is you have to get past this idea that you are immortal. And you have to embrace the idea that you are immortal. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. The second challenge is this idea of separate identities. And I think this is really, really hard for business owners. Because business owners see their business really as an embodiment of them. It sees the business as something that they have built. Lots of, lots of folks call their business my baby. Well, if you think of your business as your baby, how, how much is it a challenge for you to separate your own identity from the identity of the thing that you have created and built and continue to build? And so this idea that there are separate things going on between your business and your personal life is really hard. And you have to be able to step back. And so one of the challenges is being able to step back from this idea that there's only one thing going on and recognize that there's at least two things going on, you and your business. And there's likely a lot more things going on because you're dealing with you, your business, your family, and your legacy. So that's number two. Number three, having these conversations is very hard. These are very hard conversations to have. They're very hard conversations to begin. 
to sit down with your business partners, your co-owners, your leadership teams and say, we need to think about and talk about what's going to happen if someone dies, someone is disabled, someone is divorced, someone is, you fill in the blank. Those are very hard conversations to begin. And so you have to be able to see, understand, and acknowledge that those are going to be hard conversations. And that's one of the reasons this is such a challenge is because folks don't want to have those hard conversations. And then number four, and I think a lot of folks are challenged here as well, is the idea of hidden agendas. If you begin the conversation of how are we going to deal with risk? How are we going to deal with legacy? How are we going to deal with next generations? Those conversations, the fear is that whoever begins those conversations has some sort of a hidden agenda. And when those hidden agendas are then not disclosed, somebody is going to get the short end of the stick. And so rather than get the short end of the stick, people simply don't start the conversation. So four things that create that are really the pillars of the challenge that we face in dealing with business risk management is first, people think they're immortal. We know they're not, but we think we are. Number two, we have a challenge of separate identities. Is my business the same thing as my personal life? The answer is no, but that can be a challenge to starting those conversations. Three, the conversations we're talking about are extremely hard to begin. And when you begin them, you come to number four, which is hidden agendas. So those are the challenges. So next we go to, if that's the challenge of today, what is the opportunity for tomorrow? Well, the opportunity for, for tomorrow is to embrace as, as a business owner and a business leader to embrace that you have responsibilities beyond the day-to-day -day operation of your business. Because you are the leader, because you are the owner, you have to think beyond what are we going to do today? What are we going to do this quarter? What are we going to do this year? You have to think in terms of what are we going to do if I'm not here? What are we going to do if one of my partners isn't here? What are we going to do if one of us becomes disabled or incapable of participating and contributing to the business? What is going to happen? Throughout my career, I've talked with clients about these kinds of issues, not only in the, in the macro business risk context, but in the context of things as simple as contracts. And the thing I tell folks is business people want to plan for the wedding. They love the wedding. They love the get together. What most people don't want to do is talk about the divorce. And that's really what this business risk management's all about. What happens when the reality of today is no longer the reality? How does the business adjust? How does the business morph? How does it change? How does it create a new version of itself that allows it to go forward and continue to produce and serve its customers, as well as serve and produce for its ownership. So the opportunity of tomorrow is to embrace the idea that as an owner and a business leader, you have an, you have an obligation and a responsibility to see beyond the operation of today, the reality of today, to see what the reality of tomorrow looks like. 
And again, that falls into four categories that I would have you consider. And the first is this idea of mortality. Look, I said it before, none of us are getting out of this life alive. Not even you as a business owner. So the idea that you are mortal means you need to begin to have these conversations. But more importantly, your business is mortal. Lots of us think that our businesses are just simply going to continue to run, continue to prosper and continue to grow no matter what we do or don't do. And that's, that's just not wise thinking. Businesses and people have life cycles. They are born, they grow, they get sick and they die. And for people, we deal with that through things like exercise and nutrition to try to extend that period of time between birth and death. Well, we do the same thing with business. Businesses can be put on a wellness program where you understand what the things that are necessary for you to continue to keep your business healthy and evolving into its next great version. So you understand the mortality of you and your business and you work to make sure that that mortality is extended as far as possible. Second, you see the idea that your business is a separate identity from you. While you may be neck deep in the operation of your business, your business is different than you and it's vastly different than your family. And it largely has no connection to your legacy, although it will likely be a catalyst for your legacy. So understanding that you have to see your world, not only as you as the business owner, but you as the spouse, the parent, the person that wants to leave legacy for your family and your community, you have to see that separately from your business. Your business, again, may be a catalyst to those things, may be a funder of those things. It may be a contributor to those things, but it is not those things. It is not you. You are not your business and your business is not you. That doesn't make them not important. It just means you have to think about them as separate identities for you to get to the opportunity of tomorrow. Third, you need to shift from the idea that these conversations are hard to the fact that these conversations are necessary. They are required. If you don't have these conversations, one event can end your business. It's just the truth. One event unplanned for can cause the demise of your business. And not only is that going to harm you as a business owner and your family and your legacy and your kids, it's going to harm everybody that works for you. Think of the families that look to you for the economic opportunity of working for your company. The reason your business is successful is because of the team that you've built. And if you are not planning for the possibilities then you are putting all of those other people at risk because you have not identified that these conversations around 
evolving your company and being prepared for the challenges that you will face is simply something that is necessary for you as a business owner. So these are, while these are hard conversations, more importantly, they are necessary and required conversations. And then fourth, we talked about hidden agendas as the challenge. I would have you consider that your agendas need to be very transparent. You know, or you will know when you're done with this framework, you will know what it is you are seeking. What is your agenda for the business that you run or that you own? And those agendas may be very different than if you have co-owners. Those co-owners may have very different ideas about what it is they want from your company than you do. That's not necessarily a bad thing. What I would have you consider is having these necessary conversations and understanding that transparent agendas allow you to see what the other people that own your business, own your business are really in it for can actually cause you to be stronger as a company because everybody will then get to pull the rope the right direction and won't be working at cross purposes with one another. So in the opportunity of tomorrow, we understand that we're mortal. We understand that our business is mortal and we need to continue to work to extend that mortality. Second, we understand that our business and personal identities are separate and need to be treated as such. Third, conversations may be hard, but they're also necessary and they're also required. And fourth, the agendas we have, meaning the things that we want and need from our business need to be transparent with the others that lead and own our business. Because only with transparent agendas does everybody get to determine how the rope gets pulled, how the business gets evolved, and how you can go from, I don't plan for the risk to where there are a few contingencies that could happen that you have not already planned and prepared for. So that's our challenge and our opportunity as we begin to talk about business risk. We're gonna take a break here. We're gonna, we're gonna hear about a couple of things and when we come back, we're going to talk about the mindset and the skill set changes that need to happen as you begin to embrace business risk as a necessary and required conversation in your business. We'll be right back. I am just getting started. I just had a baby and my husband and I are just trying to figure out how to take care of her. There is nothing an estate plan can do for us, right? Estate plans do more than deal with money. They help you protect your children. That is why Porter Law has created an instant access summit to dispel the myths of estate planning. It's free. Go find out why you need to take action in this free summit at www.epmythsummit.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Okay, welcome back. So we've talked about the challenge, we've talked about the opportunity. Let's now talk about the tenets. The tenets are the things, they are the mindsets, they are the thinking process that you need to embrace as you begin to look at your business risk going forward. And the first is 
to consider the mindset of a steward. Your business, while you may have started it, eventually becomes something that you are a steward of. You are building something that is greater than yourself. It should last longer than you. It should create a legacy beyond you. And when that begins to happen, you transition from owner to steward. And a steward is interested in making sure that there is longevity and security in the business that you are running and that you own. So number one, the number one tenet is, I am a steward. The second mindset is, my, my business has a massive impact on me, my family, and my legacy. This is a huge departure from, I have to make sure that everything today gets taken care of. As a business owner and a business leader, to be able to deal with these challenges of uh, opportunities and, and challenges that you're going to face going forward, you have to understand the massive impact your business has on you, your family, and your legacy. Because when you embrace that mindset, when you embrace that tenet that your business is so powerfully connected to you in your personal life, it allows you to have a stronger stewardship model in your mind in moving forward. Third, you take your business responsibilities, all of them seriously. Now here's one that I'm gonna ask you to, to stay with me. I understand that every day you work your business and you work your operations to serve your customers. This tenant is about working beyond your day-to-day -day with your current customer base and understanding that your responsibilities move well into the future. The decisions that you make today should be made with a much longer view than the next week, the next month, the next quarter. It needs to be made with a view of what's, what are things going to be like in the next year, five years, 10 years? How does your business evolve? And that's the kind of responsibility that as your business grows, you take on as a business owner. You are about the business responsibilities of today and tomorrow. And then lastly, what I want and what I need from my business is as important as what my co-owners want and need from the business. And this is where we sort of come full circle in the tenants. We started with the idea that you're a steward and we're going to finish with the idea that if you have co-owners, you have multiple stewards of your business and understanding how each of those stewards impact your business and how they approach your business is vital to understand how you build long-term relevant strategic plans to evolve your business, to mitigate and eliminate risk, and to prepare for the contingencies of risk so that all of your owners, all of your leaders have their agendas met because the agendas are transparent and clear to one another. And then they are combined so that everyone understands how they can best move the company forward in a positive way. So those are the tenets. I'm a steward. My business has massive impact on me, my family, and my legacy. I take my business responsibilities, all of them, seriously. And what I need from my business is just as important as what my other 
owners and leaders need from the business. So those are the mindset shifts. Let's talk quickly about the productivity, the track. What are the skill sets that you need to acquire? First, you need to take the lead in having these tough conversations, understanding that they're going to be hard, but risk is important to address. And to do that, someone has to start the conversation. I would have you consider that it needs to be you. Second, you need to understand what you need personally from your business before you begin the business conversation. As a little side note, I would tell you that as you begin the conversation, you want to tell your owner, your other owners, your other leaders, that they need to step back and they need to do the very same exercise you're going through to say, what is it that they need from the business so that everybody brings all of their needs, wants, and concerns to the table at the same time so you have the best conversation for your business. Third, you need to know the risks that your business faces. How is that different than what I talked about before? These are the risks that your business faces. And let me give you an example. Let's assume you have three business partners. One's an operations person, one's a salesperson, and one is more of the CEO idea person. In looking at those three people, the loss, disability, of any of those three is going to be very detrimental to the business, but they will likely be detrimental to the business in a very different way. The loss of a salesperson is very different than the loss of an operations person. And the loss of an operations person is very different than the loss of the idea person. And understanding what you as a business need to do in the face of any of those particular losses is very important to strategize how you're going to move forward in the case of something like that happening. And so understanding that you have to know the risks that your business faces as you go forward. And then fourth, and this is one that I wrote in a book that, uh, that I published probably almost 25 years ago, you need to be willing to plan for what you hope never happens. Because what you're going to be planning for is the death, disability, or divorce of any of your owners. And none of those are positive experiences. All of those experiences are negative in varying degrees and nobody wants any of them to happen. And so, as we talked about at the beginning when I talked about the challenge, folks don't want to talk about the things that make them uncomfortable. You need to be willing to plan for what you hope never happens. So let's talk about the skill sets that you need to transform and build as you attack this business risk. First, you need to take the lead. You need to be the leader. You need to be the one that says, we need to have this conversation. Second, you need to understand how your business impacts you, you your family, and your legacy. You need to write that stuff down. And then you need to encourage the others you're bringing into the conversation to do the very same thing. Third, you need to know the risks that your business faces. What happens if, and you need to have a thorough list of the ifs. You need to have a list of the what ifs so that you can then with your owner, with your co-owners, with your leadership teams, begin to plan 
the response to the what if. And then number four, be willing to plan for what you hope never happens. Again, we've already said these are hard conversations, but they are necessary and required, and they require you to consider things, events, and circumstances that people don't want to have happen. I get it. I understand it. I'm suggesting to you that if you don't do this planning, the thing that you think today is really bad will be 10x or more negative because you didn't plan for it. So we've talked about the challenge. We've talked about the opportunity. We've talked about the tenants. We've talked about the track. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the four things that you need to do to get ready and have this conversation around your business risk. We'll be right back. My husband and I have been together forever. We've raised our kids and we are in the golden years of our life together. Do we really need to put together an estate plan? I know my mom and dad don't have anything in place to put their affairs in order. I worry about them. But I have enough to do just taking care of my kids and family. Do I really need to take the time to do something about their estate? The short answer to all these questions is, yes, you need to have things in order with your estate. That's why Porter Law put together an instant access summit called the Three Estate Planning Myths. It's free. Go find out why you need to take action in this free summit at www.epmythsummit.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Okay, welcome back. Very quickly, we're going to go through the tactics. What are the four things that you need to do right now to begin to put this process in place that is going to take you from your challenge of today to your opportunity of tomorrow? Number one, you want to identify the risks in your business, in your business, in the succession of your business, and in the challenges that your business may face. And you need to write those down. You then also need to encourage your other owners and leaders to write down the risks they see. Get a really comprehensive list of the risks that you see. Doesn't mean you have to plan for all of them. But if you don't write all of them down, how will you know what are the most important things to plan for? So write them all down. You'll be amazed at how much better you'll feel having the entire list written down. So number two, write the life cycle within you and your business. What does it look like for you in working in your business? Are you 35? Are you 45? Are you 55? Are you older? What does your life cycle look like within your business? How long are you going to stay at your business? Are you going to stay there until the last day that you work? That's great. Do you want to step away from the business, step down from the business, reduce your time in the business at some point in the future? That's great too, but write it down. Have your other owners and your leadership folks write that down. Because what you will begin to see is as you look at all of these agendas, you'll begin to see, oh, this person would like to stay with the company until the last day they work. 
this person would like to go do mission work. And so they'd like to step away a little bit in the next five years. Uh, this other person wants to do this or that. Understanding what everyone wants to do within your business allows you to plan and keep all the great talent that you have in your business and make them feel satisfied and connected so that your business continues to grow and flourish. Number three, engage the right expert team. Having the plan also means that you'll probably need to execute on a number of things to ensure that the plan works. Things like life insurance, things like buy-sell agreements. So you'll need to engage a number of different experts. The three I would have you consider right up, up top is first an accountant. You need someone in the finance area to understand the posture of your business financially and what things look like going forward. Second, you're going to need someone who understands tax. You're going to need someone that's going to be able to navigate you through the tax world of the succession planning and the contingency planning that you're doing. And third, I would be remiss if I told, did not tell you that one of the people that needs to be on that team is a good business lawyer who can talk through the issues with you, understand what it is you're trying to achieve and create the right paperwork with the right terms in it so that the rules of engagement of how this business is going to go forward as it relates to the business owners is crystal clear. It is that clarity that's going to allow everyone to be confident that there is no opportunity for the business to do something that is contrary to what the owners want to have happen. So you want to have the right expert team. And I would tell you that, and Ben talked about this in our interview, he's bringing all of that team together under the umbrella of someone who's going to ensure that those experts are all pulling the rope the same direction and the same direction as the leaders and owners of his company. So really important to have that team to help you be able to position your plan for execution. And then fourth, create a really thorough list of contingencies that you need to plan for. Think about each of your owners, each of your leaders, each of the key components of your business. Think about losing them. Think about downturns. Think about upturns. How are you going to be able to adapt when those risks present themselves, which they inevitably will present themselves? How are you going to respond? How is your company going to adapt? So, the four things I would have you consider doing. First, identify the risks you see in your business, your succession, and your challenges. Write a, number two, write a life cycle for you within your business. What does your participation in the business look like going forward? Three, engage the right expert team. The three I've suggested to you, accounting, tax, legal. I'm sure there are others that you will identify. Fourth, create a thorough contingent plan for each risk that you identify. Are you going to hit every risk that you could possibly have in front of you? Probably not. But what I've learned over 30 years is it's the planning 
that is the most important thing. It is the conversations that you have with your co-owners that is the most important thing. Dwight Eisenhower said, plans are largely worthless. Planning is invaluable. What I'm suggesting to you and what Ben Williams, I think, shared with us in spades is that his ability to work with his partners to co-create the future of their business for them, for their families, and for their legacy is the most important thing they are working on right now. And I would have you consider that understanding your business risk, building your contingency plans, and understanding the evolution and legacy of your business in the face of risks that will absolutely present themselves to you at the strangest and most inopportune times is some of the most important work that you can do in your business. So that's episode seven of Law Boutique 30. It was great to have you here. I hope you enjoyed the debrief on our interview with Ben Williams. Come back next week. We're going to tackle a brand new topic and we're going to help you understand how you can take your business to the next level in the Law Boutique 30. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us at Law Boutique 30 today. It was great to have you with us. Be sure and subscribe to the video and audio versions of the podcast on your preferred platforms. Also, leave us some feedback on today's show and what future topics you would like to hear. Connect with us at www.lawboutique30podcast.com. Until next week, be open, connect, and take your business to the top.